My name is Russ Kickle. On today's episode of American Reef, we're going to head back over to Mike Paletta's and do kind of an eight-month update on his quest to find the ultimate reef take lighting. So two items before we head on over to see Mike. Um, I've been getting a lot of emails lately and uh, they kind of center around two themes. The first theme is, hey, love your uh, videos out on YouTube, um, but they have no clue that I've got like, you know, 200-ish videos over at AmericanReef.com or on iTunes. So if you're watching these videos via YouTube and you want a lot more reef keeping content, again, head on over to those two places. If you're on iTunes, just search the iTunes store for like saltwater, uh, reef keeping, reef keeping videos, those kind of, you know, items. And you'll see the American Reef uh, podcasts show up in the podcast section. Um, the second item, again, and I thought I've done a pretty good job of communicating this, but apparently I, I'm lacking, um, is where can I buy the HPD food, right? The American Reef HPD, which is that uh, high-performance diet that you've seen in these videos where I'll kind of use it to feed my fish. Um, again, AmericanReef.com, center bottom of the page, you'll see a little PayPal button down there with a little kind of drop-down menu. You select the quantities of items you want, and then from there, that's how you pay. Uh, basically, using PayPal, it accepts MasterCard, Visa, or PayPal, or any of those, so paying, paying shouldn't be an issue, that sort of thing. Um, and in the pull-down, you'll see you've got quantities for you know, one container, two containers, some nori, for example. You know, other things that maybe you've seen on the videos that you can't find, you know, easily in other kind of online stores. So again, just make sure your uh, your address information and your email is correct, and we'll communicate that way, and I'll make sure that I get it out to you, usually within 24 hours or less. So uh, speaking of kind of getting out, let's get out of here, and let's head on over to uh, Mike Paletta's. And uh, let's talk to him a little about you know how the eight-month journey is going so far. And Mr. Paletta, what are we doing today, sir? We're going to do something a little bit different today. We're going to give a six, seven, eight-month update on my switchover from metal halides and actinics over to all LEDs, particularly all Radian Pro LEDs. So you made the jump. All LEDs? All LEDs. All the halides are off, and that's what we're going to talk about. watched this before, you saw that uh, seven months or so ago, I made the big jump where I went to LEDs with supplemental lighting from metal halides. Like everyone that's keeping an SPS tank, I had been doing metal halides and actinics, and then I went to metal halides with reef bright bars to replace the uh, fluorescent tubes, and then after seeing a few tanks with more or less the modern LEDs, I decided it was time to switch and to see if these were ready for prime time. Because realistically, I'd tinkered around with them before and I wasn't really impressed. I don't think they had the intensity 
or the Spectrum until the Radeon Pro 2s came out. Right. But after seeing those in action on a couple smaller tanks, I decided it was, no pun intended, time to take the plunge and switch over the tank. So, as you recall, when I originally did this, I had the six of the uh, Radeon Pros on my 300 gallon tank, and then I had three 250 watt Iwasakis on there. Right. And when I turned on the Iwasakis, it basically blasted the tank. But I wasn't sure this, these would produce enough light and have enough power to keep the SPS happy and growing. So for the first couple of months, I ran the metal halides for approximately three hours per day. Then I cut them down to two hours per day for another couple of months. Then I cut them down to one hour a day. And then two months ago, I switched over to nothing but LEDs. And needless to say, everything didn't die overnight, which is what everyone thinks is going to happen. But realistically, what has happened is things have colored up even better than they were before. Uh, I've gotten the kind of uh, vibrancy in the corals, which is what we're looking for, because otherwise we're keeping brown sticks, right. which is for those of us that started with the Acropora or Acropora, depending on your pronunciation, when they first came in in the 90s, they were nothing but brown sticks. Now they're nothing but colorful sticks, so we want to maximize that coloration, and I think the LEDs, particularly the Radeon Pros, are the, are the ticket for maximizing the coloration I want, and now I'm tinkering with how to get even faster growth with that. So, one step back. Okay, so you got rid of the metal halides because you wanted to experiment deeper into the LEDs, not that you were unsatisfied with the metal halides? Or? I wasn't unsatisfied from the standpoint of the lighting, mm -hmm. but summer was coming up, and I knew what that meant to my electric bill. <laughs> I, not in terms of just running the metal halides, but also in terms of cooling this room, and also in terms of the stability in the tank. As we all talk about all the time, we want the tank to be like the reef, so we want it to be as stable as possible. Even when I was running the metal halides for just three hours, I was getting about a two and a half to three degree temperature swing in the tank. Right. Now on the tank, I'm getting at most half a degree temperature swing during the day. And it's saying a nice comfortable between 77 and 78 degrees all the time, which to me is an optimal temperature for keeping the tank. Sure. Last summer when I was running all metal halides, I was running three 400 watt metal halides, the temperature would go up to 81, 82 degrees, and then I had it set so that if it hit 82 degrees, all the metal halides would shut off, all the LEDs would shut off. That's not necessarily the nice, stable environment I wanted. And the temperature swings would run anywhere from two and a half to four degrees, depending on the temperature. For my own peace of mind, I blow a little fan across the top to keep the heat off of the, off the LEDs. And by doing that, that keeps the temperature even more stable. Before I was running it, I was getting a, a, an extra 0 0.4, 0 0.5 degree temperature change. Mm -hmm. With running, just running that little fan over the top, I'm not even getting that now. So it's, you know, for, it only turns on when the metal halides come on at uh, 11 o'clock in the morning and it shuts off at 9 o'clock at night. Right. So it's not using a lot of power. It's not like the big one horsepower chiller that I used to have to run in this tank. Right. Expensive. Yeah. <laughs> expensive to buy, expensive to run, expensive to maintain. Uh, if you ever blow out a chiller and have to have some, a refrigerator guy come and fix it, it's probably a hundred to $200 bill. Right. Right. Just to fix the compressor. And the compressor itself is another $200. So looking at the long-term expense, this is a lot less expensive to run long term. And as, I, as I've said before, I look at everything on a tank like a mortgage. You have to amortize it over the life expectancy of what you're using it. If I buy an expensive fish but it lives five years, if you split that over five years, even if it's a $500 fish or a $500 coral, it's only $100 per year. So I know that's probably a stupid or sick way to look at it, but it's how I justify it. So. Right.
So no, I was going to say, I noticed the, the lights on the tank are no longer going blue, white, what happened? Right, the, 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 the people at Radeon have been, the technicians, Alex and Rob, have been very helpful in helping me to fix any kind of problems I've had. You just call it on their hotline, they walk me through it, and as I've explained, I'm basically a technological idiot. So they walked me through what I needed to do. Uh, we were actually initially getting some crosstalk from the metal halides. So now that we, I don't have the metal halides, I lost it, but I also reprogrammed the lights. And now with the new ReefLink, I don't even have to plug anything into the lights. I can just do it right off the computer through the ReefLink. It has made things a lot easier. And what's amazing to me is that you, they can look at your computer and help you program it without you having to do anything. Right. You can contact them. They go on uh, letmein.com or yep. something, and then yep. they can uh, manage and maintain it and take care of it a lot easier. And with all this technology, which I said is... is kind of frightening to me, it makes maintaining this tank a lot easier, which is what the goal is. I'd much rather sit in my chair and watch the tank than be tinkering with stuff. And now with this, not having to worry about the lighting, not having to worry about the temperature, uh, this is a much easier tank to maintain than it was before. And as, as you uh, realized, we can shoot all day in here without yeah. getting too hot, where before it would get to 85, 86 degrees in this room with the lights and everything, it was unbearable after a few hours. Now we can shoot all day and it really is still pretty comfortable down here, even in the middle of the summer. Right, and just for the viewers, the room's probably 13 by 13, you know, drop ceiling basement kind of rooms. So. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a packed room, and it has three tanks in it, so it's not like, it <laughs> doesn't have a lot of humidity and a lot of heat generating things. Now, as the things that I've seen as the lights have been on by themselves for the past couple of months is one, I've seen an increase in the vibrancy of the colors, particularly blues, turquoise, and greens, and even some of the pink corals, like the milliporas, the seriatoporas, have kept a really nice pink coloration, which did get kind of washed out under the metal halides. Or when I was running strictly blue lights, I also had those. I had the pinks particularly wash out. The thing that's nice is the radions allow you to program it however you want, or they also have templates. Now, I was running the coloration template, because to me, I'm not looking to grow everything out and frag it immediately. I'm trying to get as maximum color I have with still some growth, but not exponential growth. I obviously pack a tank probably fuller than anybody, so I'm not really looking for things to grow in and fill in like uh, Sanjay has, but I'm looking for coloration. Now, two weeks ago, I got to see Sanjay's tank. He is also now running the Radeon Pros. Uh, in his 540, he's running eight of them, but he's running a different program. Sanjay has never been a big fan of blue lights. He's he, all, he was Mr. Iwasaki, and if he really wanted to add the blue lights initially, he was just running the actinic fluorescence. So he's never been a big fan of blue lights. So now in this case, he's running his Radeon Pros under the 100% growth phase. Because as everyone knows, Sanjay had some major problems in the past year right. and lost almost all of his acroporas. Right. So he has now gotten back a lot of the frags that he gave away, replaced those, has them growing in, and he has them under the Radeon. So one, hopefully he won't have the temperature problems that he had before. And two, he's running for growth because he, one, doesn't like blue, but he wants to fill in the spaces fairly quickly. Right. So he's running them at 100%, which everyone that has read everything on the internet, oh, you have to run them at 50%, you have to run them at 60%. Him running them at 100%, he is getting the growth because the one nice thing that Radeon offers is an acclimation package. That is, there's a program on uh, their site that allows you to ramp up the lights and acclimate the corals, which is critical for their long-term success with these tanks. So now what I'm also doing, I was running mine only at 70%. I started them off at 60%. I ran them up to 75% over six weeks. I'm now running up to 100% in growth, or in coloration, 
So what I expect to see is even faster growth. What I, when I say that, Sanjay uh, has a pretty good anal uh, or evaluation of how fast his corals are growing because he's done them before. So running them under, under the 100%, he's seeing right now, he said, about 75% of the growth rate that he used to see running them under Iwasaki's. He's looking for growth, but he's not looking for exponential growth. So the growth rate is a little bit slower, but his colorations are absolutely beautiful. I, on the other hand, am running to 100% on the coloration phase, which will still give me significant light and good growth, but it's going to keep the coloration even better. Right. So this has allowed both of us to get the best of both worlds. He's tinkered with the program a little bit because he doesn't like blue, so he's brought the blue a little bit down and the whites are a little bit higher. Me, on the other hand, I would probably want a little bit bluer. Right, right now, it's uh, starting toward the peak phase of the day, which is at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. It's now approximately 2. So in another hour, the lights will be at their peak for the day. So this is as white as the tank gets. And then after 3 o'clock, it gets less intense and bluer. So by the time it's nighttime, the tank looks really nice. The corals are very vivid. So when I come home from work, I can sit down, enjoy the corals, and see the coloration that I want. Now let's talk uh, a little bit about height, right? Because Sanjay's is X, you know, about two feet off the top of that tank, off the water surface? Uh, they've, he've actually, he's actually lowered them down a little bit. Okay. They're about 18 inches above the tank. Mine are about 11 inches above the tank. So I am a little bit more intense in terms of proximity to the water versus Sanjay has a wider spread, but he has eight of them. And he's actually talking about potentially going to getting two more. And then we're both running them parallel to the front of the tank. He's then going to make them go side by, or uh, perpendicular right. Right. so he can fit more of them in. So that, that's what his long-term goal is. So right now, I think the six of them are fine for running this tank. I, all, I also am running three of the Reef Bright Blues above it because when these go off at night, I still like the blue, everything glowing look. Because right. after you pay ridiculous amounts for uh, some of the chalices, you really want to see them glow. So that's why I still have those on the tank. And they do a good job for me in, in making things really, really glow. And do you ever shut those down? They come on a half an hour before the radions come on, and they go off a half an hour after the radions. Okay, so there was a blackout period, you know, during the evening. Yeah. Okay. During the evening when just those are on, and in the morning when those are just on. Okay. So let's take a break at this point, and then we'll return. So you mentioned colors, vibrance. Yeah, uh, in, in terms of coloration, uh, I can honestly say some of the corals have really improved their coloration since I've made the switch over. Uh, I'm not a big fan of the named corals, but I am a big fan of bright, colorful corals, so I have gotten some of the named corals. Right. And some of the named corals have really started to color up where they were greenish, beigeish, reddish, but they weren't really the vibrant. I, why I could see why they were going for $250 or $500 a frag. Now under these lights, I'm starting to see it. Uh, like in the center behind the Xenia is a frag of Tierra del Fuego that was kind of green beige under the metal halides and LEDs. Now under strictly the LEDs, one is starting to encrust down faster, but it's also turned to vibrant pink. Right. Behind that is an unknown coral that blue. Blue, the, one of the bluest corals I've ever seen, I'm not going to say the bluest, but one of the bluest, 
I would love to tell you it's something named. It came on the side of a wild colony. I broke it off, stuck it there. It is encrusted down, but it has not produced any branches. I believe it's an Acropora, but it doesn't have any branches, and it's gone from roughly the size of a dime to now it's about this big, and it's just an encrusted boulder. So I've never seen an Acropora encrust like that and not put out any branches, but hopefully when it does, I'll be able to frag it and give it to some other people, so they will have what I consider one of the bluest corals I've ever had in this tank. Uh, by the same token, some of the bright green things, like the green uh, Stalofra in the back, mm -hmm. has really gotten a lot more vivid, where it's kind of washed out under the metal halides. And a lot of these frags have really, like some of the Montiparas have really started to show the coloration that really people want to buy them for, and what I want to keep them for. So from that context, I'm starting to see the, the kind of coloration and the kind of growth, all the things I'm hoping for with these kind of lights at a reduced overall cost of running the tank and making myself a much more, or having the tank be much more stable. So now, you're jacking the lights up the intensity. Um, how many weeks slash months are you into that right now? I am into the second week of a four week switchover from 75% intensity up to 100% intensity. But the 100% intensity on the coral growth is still not as bright, or on the coral coloration, is still not as bright as 100% under the coral growth template. If you look on the template that shows on the, on the live site, you'll see the line that shows 100%. Well, these actually only go to about 85% of that in the coral coloration mode. If you go to the coral growth mode, it does hit that 100%. So I'm not, like I said, I like the blue lights. I'm not looking for exponential growth. I'm looking for nice growth, but I'm not looking to really blow the corals right. out of the water where there's just bricks and I'm constantly having to chisel stuff. Right. I mean, I do have some nice growth in some of the corals in here. Okay, so then on a scale of 1 to 10 as far as you being satisfied, at least with the radions versus like the metal halide? I'd say a 9. I mean, I really don't see any downside. The tank looks much cleaner on top. I don't get the heat. I got the stability. Uh, the only thing, to be honest, that uh, as the prices come down, these will become even more widespread. Sure. That would be the only downside. But in terms of value, this, I think, is much more valuable, particularly as expensive as corals have gotten. I can now justify spending this kind of money on a light because if I lose one coral, it paid for the light. I mean, it's... As I said, uh, and, and the cost of maintaining these and having to replace the bulbs every six months, uh, after two and a half years, I'm basically at break even. So the second two and a half years, I'm going to be ahead of it. And obviously, I'm planning on continuing to do this for the next two and a half years since I've been doing it for the last 30. So from that standpoint, it, you know, if you're looking for something for this week and you're afraid to spend the money, then don't. But if you're looking for something long term, this is the right. this is the ticket to go on, and it, I, and you shouldn't get into the hobby unless you're looking at this long term. Right, right. I mean, this tank really didn't start to look good until it was up for about nine months. I mean, that sounds like a long time, but as you get as old as me, time flies, and nine months goes very quickly. And after nine months, things have really started to take off. I mean, one of the other interesting things is as the lights have as the corals have gotten acclimated to these new lights, I'm starting to see things like this Xenia pulsate even faster. Granted, that's a lot with water quality, but it also has to do with lighting. So I'm starting to see growth on that, where it is put off a uh, little offspring on the side of it, which these things grow relatively slowly, so that's an indication that it's pretty happy with the water quality and lights as well. Sure.